Hello and welcome to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today, I want to talk about when you're rediscovering your childhood. You know, we all kind of have those moments where we kind of like go through what we used to like or like what we grew up on. It's like when you're cleaning your room and you find something old or like something that you used to have and you're just like, oh, you know, and you get stuck and fixated on. You're like, wow, I remember when I used to play with this or I remember when I used to do this. And so I was kind of going through one of those moments myself and I was just like, man, this is such a it's such a great moment. It's such a cool thing to kind of get that nostalgia back, take you back to that time. And you're just like, wow, this is like really, really cool that I still remember every aspect about it despite it being so long, because I really love this thing. It's kind of how I feel about when I look back and watch like old movies and TV shows. So, I mean, there's not a lot of things that like continue throughout your whole life or like from when you were a kid to like adulthood. Like I find it very difficult to believe that like people from like, you know, people watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse all the way to adulthood. You know, if you're doing that, then that's pretty, that's pretty chaotic and crazy, but You know, sometimes, you know, maybe you have kids or maybe you have like little brothers and sisters and they they watch it. And so like you kind of see it or whatever. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But like as for you, like actively watching it, because like sometimes, you know, when you grow up, you want something a little bit more, you know, with some more meat on it, a little bit more drama. You know, you start watching Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, start watching some of those shows. And then like all of the things in the past are kind of like, well, this is so dark and dramatic, you know? But sometimes you need the balance, right? You watch those shows and then you go back to the original childhood stuff. So like, I think I think the big, biggest example of like something from like when I was a kid to who I, to like now and today's thing was like uh, the Marvel movies, the MCU movies. And I really grew up with all of it. Like from the first Iron Man movie came out when I was like eight years old, I was in the theaters. And I loved it. And then it just continued. It never stopped. And to today, where I still really love it, I really enjoy it. And it's one of those precious things that like, when you go back to it, and I listen to the end credits of the Iron Man song, I remember sitting in like the theater with like, like an empty bucket of popcorn and soda and just going like, I am the Iron Man, da da da, you know, and you just like, you get that piece of nostalgia, you get that little, that like, ah, man, I remember that. And that was like, you know, what everybody was singing at the time. Everybody was like, I am the ice cream man running over kids with my ice cream. You know, they always did those, those little secret chants of like, they were bad, but they were supposed to be funny. And you're like a kid, so you just do it. I can't really place any TV show that like, from when I was a kid to today, that's like really, like the, longe- the longevity of it was like really amazing. Uh, there were all kinds of shows like that. There was like a Friends for like a lot of people that was like 10 seasons long it was like 10 years of whatever they were doing so like from if you were 10 watching it from the first season to age 20 like they were like wow i grew up with this you know this was really a whole lot for me i can't i can't really place anything on that but i mean i guess the only tv show i can think of or like name that like i've kind of like watched like my whole life throughout the years is like pokemon like Pokemon, the ant, the like the show, they they used to show it on Cartoon Network and everything, and like I would watch it as a kid, and now even now it's like still continuing the series of like Ash and Pikachu are like doing the whole thing, which is really cool. I like it a lot. It's it's really fun to see things from like, cause 
Pokemon's a classic, right? It's like one of those shows that is like the the franchise is so big that it's just you can't avoid it. It's it's larger than life. It really is one of the best best things ever. And from like my childhood that I can think of the like the TV show really inspired me and it was fun and like it's still going on today and you're still attached to it. It's really it's really cool to think about. And there's also um they're like Disney you know how like you grew up and you would watch like the the animated Disney movies like they're doing the live action Little Mermaid. So if you remember watching the cartoon Little Mermaid, you can see like the progression and like how that story's still classic and timeless, but like now they're putting a twist on it. It's live action and they have uh uh Hallie ha Man, I forget her name. Uh I think it's I can't even remember, but they they have the uh the girl is now african-american and she's now doing ariel and you're like this is great this is actually really good and it looks it looks really nice it's pretty cool and it's just an example of like how something from the past in your childhood a classic that maybe other people have watched when they were a kid to like see it transformed to now you're just like wow that's that's crazy and they do that with all the live actions but i mean they suck you know they're, they're i'm not the biggest fan of the Disney live action movies just because it feels like they're ruining it a lot of what was made like the Mulan movie like I never watched it all right I only heard the reviews for it because I knew it was going to be terrible because they always mess it up I, the material is literally right there Mulan you know it's it's the story's plain and simple you just have to remake it live action but what do they do they like we're going to twist it completely and we're going to make it so unenjoyable and not fun and you're just like well uh nobody's gonna watch it and nobody cares so but this little mermaid one looks looks pretty good i'm not gonna watch it but you know it looks good and it's cool they're they're uh progressing the progression you know and, and the inclusion is really nice there's also another tv show i have to mention is spongebob spongebob if you make a spongebob reference and people don't get it you look at them weird like what what is going on? Why can't you why can't you remember the exact episode and the exact thing that I'm talking about? It's everything's related to SpongeBob. Everything. You can literally relate anything to SpongeBob and if people don't get it, you look at them like, "Huh?" You know, that's literally one of the things about life that's so cool that you can like reference and if people get it, they get it. Like you really like you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're one of those people. You know, you're just like me." But if you do it to somebody else who hasn't like really watched it or doesn't remember. You're like, how could you like, what is going on here? How did you miss that? You know, SpongeBob is one of those, one of those things for me. And when you go back to it, right. Cause from time to time, like you'll get bored watching like, or maybe you can't find anything new or like, there's like a, a series or a show that you're like currently watching. But like, you know, I've watched the office like so many times. You're like, I can't, you know, if I go back to season one, season two, it's like, I already know what's going to happen. You know, some people find comfort in it. And me, I'm just like, I'm kind of bored of the repetition. It was good while it was, while I was like doing it at the time. But now I've kind of like, I'm kind of bored of it. And then you move on to like another one or, you know, you go into like maybe Parks and Recreation or um, you can watch Friends or whatever it is. And for me, it's like, if I ever watch something that's like, maybe a little too sad or scary or like gets me kind of like in my feelings a little bit, I can just go to SpongeBob. Like going back to SpongeBob and watching like the hash slinging slasher, it's just good vibes. It's a good time, you know? 
And it really puts you in the place of like, oh, things are happy. Things are fine. You know, you can be positive like SpongeBob. You can be dumb like Patrick. And yes, you can be relate to and be depressed like Squidward, you know. And you're just like, ah, things are good. You know, the vibes are nice. And you're just, you need that positive, uh, that positive show to just kind of like remind you that the world is all, is all good. Especially under the sea. Who lives in a pineapple? Under the sea. Whatever. You know, and when you rewatching it, you just feel like you, for me, I already know what's going to happen. I, I remember loving, loving watching it and like really soaking it in and it's like deep in my brain. But when you're rewatching it, you kind of get that, you hold on to that feeling of like, yes, I, I love this part where SpongeBob is delivering the pizza with Squidward. And you're like, this is such a beautiful episode and it's so fun. And I can't wait till, till Squidward throws the pizza back into the guy's face. And you're just like, yes, justice. This is, this is justice we're witnessing here. This is actual empathy and compassion that Squidward has for, for SpongeBob. And you like it and you enjoy it. And you're like, it's satisfying, you know? And so that's that's how I feel whenever I like go back and rewatch old shows. It just feels satisfying and it feeds my inner childhood of like this is what I I love and I used to love and even though that I've grown up and I've come to love and appreciate like other shows and like maybe more adult themed stuff, I can still always go back to those and just like feel good and just like embrace who I was as a kid, which is really nice because other times you go back to a show and you're just kind of like, oh, what was this? You know, like sometimes you, um, maybe those Disney Channel shows like uh, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or Victorious or uh, iCarly and you're just kind of like, what is this show? You're just kind of like, I can't believe as a kid I would like really consume and watch this. Oh, that the Camp Rock movie. You know when like Allison Stoner is on the keys and like she's like doing her thing and everybody's like, wow, she's really good. And you're just like, what are they talking about? And then they're like doing choreography and dance moves. And you're just like, they really thought they killed this, huh? The Camp Rock 2 dancer like, Camp Rock. Camp Rock. Camp Rock! And you know, and then they, they got the drumsticks and they're like, click, click, you know, and you're just like, this is so awkward and weird, but like, at the time when you're a kid and all, and you're watching TV, you're not like on, on your phone or like you have something that can like really criticize it at the time, you're just like, this is, this is great, you know? You can just soak it in and enjoy it and not be like, why are they doing this? This is so weird. And this comes with like a lot of other games you know or it's like video games where you replaying it and you're just like why is this here you know like this is like such a mundane thing but like i guess they needed to add something into the the whole thing you know and speaking of like when you're playing video games like when i go back and replay old games i'm like i'm a master at this like and i haven't played it in a long time like sometimes i'll get back on like uh my I usually play my Nintendo Wii a lot. Like I still have it and I play a lot of games on it and I still remember like how to play it and do everything all the time. But maybe something else like maybe like uh, the PlayStation 2, which I haven't played in a long time. When I get back to it, it's just like all the controls feel natural. Everything feels easy. And it's just like, yes, like 
I, I remember everything, you know, this is perfect. I, I really understand it. And you also have, uh, you feel the same way with like maybe old toys, you know, cause like you get the, like, I remember used to playing with a bunch of stuffed animals as a kid. Like I loved stuffed animals. And so every time that I would play with them, I would grow like an emotional attachment to them of like, oh man, I remember like I used to throw this thing around all the time and I used to like catch it and throw it and I used to make it fight the other's toys and I used to like, uh, you know, play games with it and I'd have them all like have a stuffed animal war and you're just like, oh, those were good times when you were just a kid and you're just like messing around. And like the same thing with like video games is like, I remember so many times I would play the the Nintendo Wii with my brother and we would just like play Wii Sports forever and we would play uh what was it I think it was like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games and you would just like you'd have to do the sprints with the nunchuck and you're just like running as fast as you can and then you'd have to and then a bunch of other games from it bottom line is is that the video games that I used to play I would go back to and it just brought out the inner child of me in me. And I would just be like, how can I like make it better? You know, because there are certain games that like you go back and you're like, I remember exactly what to do here. And let's see if I can do it again. And then you master it. You're like, why was this so hard for me as a kid? Like, why did it seem so difficult back in the day? Like now that I'm grown and I understand maybe, maybe it's because I wasn't like paying attention to the words. I was just trying to like maybe fight or like do whatever, like just move on. I wasn't really focused on like the story or like reading. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon, you know, when you're playing Pokemon, you're just like, and you're a kid, you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the main one attacks and attacks and attacks. And then the other ones kind of just are there you know, from time to time, you don't really understand anything. And, uh, the biggest one I can remember is the, um, there was a game on the PlayStation called uh, PlayStation two called, it was the fantastic four game. It was the fantastic four game. And I recently, like a few, a few months ago, I was playing it with my, with my brother. And I remember how much I sucked at it. Like I was really bad. I wasn't, I was just like, as Mr. Fantastic, you're just like spinning in circles and you're swinging and you're smashing boxes. And you're like punching bad guys and you're like, all right, like now what? You know, you don't understand what's happening. You're just like, gosh, this game sucks. So we would always just like, me and my brother would always just like uh, in multiplayer mode or like versus mode, we would like fight each other as different members of the Fantastic Four. So he would be Invisible Girl and I would be the Flaming Torch and we'd fight. He'd be the Thing. I'd be Mr. Fantastic and then we'd fight. I'd be the Flaming Torch and he'd be the Thing and then we'd fight. Stuff like that, you know? And we never really like finished the game. But then when we recently played it together, like we were going through it again, we were like, this is so easy. Like all we have to do is go from here to here to here to here. And you just look back on that time and it's like, man, if I, I would have enjoyed it a little bit more if like, we were a lot better at it, but it was also kind of fun in that struggle, like that youthful struggle of like, you don't know anything. So like when you're in it, you don't know what's going to happen and you just have fun. And then the next day comes and then you do something else or you play another game or you get a new game and you're like, this is my whole life, you know? And there was also another game called, uh, tie the Tasmanian devil or uh, tie the Tasmanian tiger, my bad. And you would like, it was Australian based and you would throw around these boomerangs and you could get like, as you play throughout the whole story, you get these gems, you get new boomerangs, you customize, you, you do this whole thing, right? And I remember like 
I got the random urge to like, I remember this game so vividly and I was like, I got to watch because I don't, I didn't, I, we didn't have the game or like the game didn't work and the PlayStation 2 was like in boxes, you know, we didn't have it anymore. So I was like, let me just rewatch it. And I was watching somebody else do like gameplay of it on like YouTube. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is such a cool game. It's such a fun concept and idea. It just like reminds me of like other games that got turned into movies. Like, uh, when the PS3 came out, um, we, we got it. And then we were like, let's get the, there was this game called Ratchet and Clank and the Ratchet and Clank games became a movie eventually down the road. But like seeing it become the, the movie wasn't really as hype because like we kind of grew out of it at the time, but it was still cool nonetheless. And it was like seeing these, this thing that we used to play come to life on like in a movie screen was so, was so fun and cool. And I like that a lot about, about, uh, certain video games. And I still get that feeling of like, I sucked at it, but now I can do better. I can be better. And I do. And I have a lot more fun with it. And then I think back at the time, I was like, if only he knew, if only he was smart enough, if only he was capable of playing the controls just right. But now I'm, I'm a lot more versed in it. I'm, I'm a lot better at it. And I, I like it a lot. And it's, when when you're playing video games, right? Sometimes you have like the perfect setup. So you know the the classic PC gamer thing which is like Doritos and Mountain Dews. There are certain snacks in our lives that like we never outgrow and that are going to continue to be there with us. So certain snacks such as uh like apple and peanut butter. Apple and peanut butter is a perfect combination. It's just the fruit and the, it's not even a, what is it? Whatever, it's just peanut butter, right? And you mix it together and you're just, you, it's a good time. You have fun. You really enjoy it. And I still eat it to this day. It's un, it's unmatched. And it's it's a snack I'll continue to eat the, for the rest of my life. It's, it's so good, so delicious. But when you're a kid and you're like, I want a snack. And, and your mom cuts you like an apple, gives you some apple slices, puts, puts a, peanut butter on a spoon or like on the on the plate or whatever and then you just scrape some of the apple from the peanut butter and you eat it and you're like this is so this is a perfect snack and i feel that way with hot cheetos hot cheetos is a perfect snack something that i used to like eat a lot as a kid and when you're eating it so much you just become accustomed to it and you and you love it so much and it's one of those snacks that i'm gonna have i'm gonna have like a hot cheeto snack probably for the rest of my life i like the spice i definitely like like the lemon flavor uh the hot cheeto lemon flavor is really good uh version they have like takis as well there's the doritos ones uh they have them in chips they have like the flaming hot uh lemon flavor which is really really good and those are one of those snacks you know maybe chips maybe somebody else it's uh certain desserts or or cookies or just something everybody has those childhood snacks and there's also the ones that everybody talks about uh that kind of like they did away with or they're they're kind of done with uh I, I think it was like dunkaroos or the cheeto like the little cheeto balls or whatever and stuff like that and you're just like why did they cancel this like this was the best thing in the world and you just canceled it the nostalgia you, you lose a bit of your childhood 
And that's how I felt about, uh, what was it? Cool math. I used to play cool math all the time when I was in school. They would give you like computer time and you could play games on it. And I would play the Balloon Tower 3 all the time. And then when they took down cool math, I was just like, no, that, that, that was such a big part. You know, that was a part of my childhood. It wasn't a big part, but it was a part of it. And I was, I was bummed out, but I get it. Maybe nobody's on it. And there's all kinds of, all kinds of games. And I mean, the snacks, I mean, I could go on and on and on about snacks, but you know, the snacks you used to eat popcorn when you go to the movies as a kid. You still go to the movies and you eat popcorn. It's one of those. And you and you enjoy it. You have fun. And popcorn is a snack that you're not going to get rid of. I had a Rice Krispie treat the other day. And I was just... my. It awakened my inner childhood. I was I was so happy to have it and to eat it and be like, yeah, this, this is... They're really the best thing ever. Especially like... Just, it's a perfect, it's a square of happiness and sugar. And you just eat it and it's the perfect amount of crisp and sweet and you just enjoy it. It's, it's so good. But there are also healthy things, you know, healthy stuff from childhood, hopefully, that you like carry on into when you, when you grow up. Uh, there are certain people who can kind of like, maybe sports or certain hobbies that they they find at a young age and then they continue throughout their whole lives. So, and those are the people that are really, really cool because it's, you stick, you found something so young and you stuck with it throughout forever. You know, it's like seeing kids who play basketball and then going into the NBA or football or soccer or swimming, you know, and they, then they get to the Olympics and you're like, this is great. You know, you, you found something that you were genuinely passionate about, that you loved so much, and you kept it going throughout your whole life. And those are the people who are, I, I really, I think are really cool. And it's just a show of something from when you're a kid throughout the rest of your life. And of course, it doesn't have to be like athletics. You know, it could be drawing. There's a lot of artists. A lot of kids are like, I want to draw. I want to draw. And... They draw and it's terrible, it's stick figures, but you know, you give them a little bit of a push, you give them the right things to draw, you teach them how to make shapes and figures and draw it the perfect way and how to put everything together into a nice, uh, colorful piece of paper and you just have fun and they carry it on the all the way to adulthood and they eventually become artists and they sell paintings and they study art and they travel around the world to study art they go to paris and check out museums and check out beautiful pieces of work and stuff like that is so cool to me i just really like that you could be attached to something you know uh, there's certain people who do singing or dancing gymnastics and you really just see them take it all in and enjoy it right from when they're a kid to now. And that's really, really fun. It's really, really cool to see. It's not anything that I don't have. I definitely have a lot of things uh, from when I was a kid that I still do to this day. Like I sing karaoke. Well, it's not karaoke. I just turn on the song and I sing with it. But when I was a kid and I would drive to school or I would drive back home from school my mom would always play the the radio and whatever was on the radio at the time like the top hits or whatever 
I would sing along to because I was, you know, I liked to sing and I thought the song was good and I could hit the note. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing. I love this song. And it's, it's really cool to see. And that's another part of life, right? Uh, music. We have the mu music to our lives, our playlist of our lives. And you kind of, throughout the years, you find out which songs did you find, which songs did you learn about, and, and all this stuff. For me, it was a lot through the radio. I would just listen to songs on the radio. I wouldn't, you know, I, I wasn't really on YouTube all too much, I guess. I mean, I was, but I wasn't really watching... Um, maybe like Queen, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. I was listening to Bruno Mars and Ed Sheeran and Katy Perry and Lady Gaga and, and all those ones that were on the radio at the time. Just, uh, again, from school, home, you know, other drives to other places, the store, back from the store, stuff like that. And you just develop this natural passion for music and singing and, I love it, and it's something I incorporate in my lives. And it, it also got me thinking, right, how history repeats itself. Everything is in a cycle. Everything just over and over and over again. Like, I was uh, I was somewhere, and they were playing the Dynamite song by BTS. <clears throat> and you're kind of just like... I remember when I had Dynamite and it was Tayo Cruz. It was a completely different song, but with the same title. And now you see like how much time has passed before a new hit song named Dynamite is on the radio. It's all over the world. It's on Spotify now. And you just really look at life and you're just amazed that what you once loved has come back in a different version. And I, and I really like both songs. They're both fun they're both full of life and energy and it's super super fun to listen to and it got me thinking of uh what happened to tayo cruz how many artists from back in the day are still here today from back then to now are still around and i was counting a bunch of them and i was there's a lot of people from my childhood that were you know i grew up watching then and i'm still tuned to and tuned into now i think the biggest one is like uh you have miley cyrus from hannah montana and she's transitioned into being a different kind of musician her own person doing things outside of disney and not solely attached to the hannah montana persona but able to do her own thing and have fun and then selena gomez the jonas brothers you have uh the Dylan and Cole Sprouse who are doing acting and doing their own thing and you you see how social media has been able to grow with you and propel people that you used to love upwards as well you know they continue to be part of your lives and i was thinking like who's that now you know is it the is it really the the tiktok stars is it really the social media influencers they're going to be the next people to transition and do do these bigger than life things or is the traditional way still the best way is it still possible to take from childhood uh from social media you know because i have no idea what kids who are like eight or nine years old watching on their phones you know and and upwards you have no idea and so when you see them grow up to where i am now What's going to grow with them? Everybody's getting canceled. 
you know, if you were a fan of uh, a social media influencer and they get canceled, you're just like, well, they're gone. They did something wrong. You know, they can't grow. They can't move on. But back in the day, if you were watching Zac Efron, if you're watching High School Musical, you could still watch Zac Efron in, in different movies and Vanessa Hudgens in like those Christmas movies. And you could watch Miley Cyrus come out with a new album, you know, and it's just this constant repetition. And those are, those are something that I think about a lot and that I go, man, my childhood is actually sticking around a lot longer, but it's developed and I've grown older and I've become this adult person, but I'm still attached to what used to be, you know, I have familiar faces that I grew up with. And I don't know how, how relevant that is to the younger generation. If like everybody that they come to love and appreciate kind of just goes away. They don't, they don't remain relevant. And it's all about what's in your face at the moment. It's not about who is able to really be talented and projected for a long career. And I, I, I think there's something to that. What, what do we keep from childhood? How much of ourselves are we really tuned into from what when we were a kid? How much of it we move away from and how much we kind of lean into and stay with? Because there was a lot of things that as a kid I used to love and enjoy and that I thought would be like what I want to do in my career path. But then as I grew older, I was like, I'm kind of doing something else. I kind of like this other thing and I'm really passionate about it. And I think that that's really cool. I don't want to stick with it you know you change so much and that's why I really enjoy people who I admire people who stick with one thing and they know it's what they want it's really really their passion so when you see somebody who plays football in the NFL and they go like I used to play in the the football league when I was a kid in the youth leagues and I used to run around in a helmet or flag football and I'd catch it and I'd throw the ball I'd run and to Go throughout all of middle school doing it, all of high school doing it, college, and then getting to the professional level, the top tier level, getting paid millions of dollars to get tackled. It's such a cool thing. It's, and how much of yourself changes with that one thing? Do you still love the sport? Are you just doing it because you don't know anything else? Right? Because if you're that young and you're, you already know the game at such a young age. How much of it is really... What are your other passions? There's got to be something else out there for you. You don't. You can't just have one thing. You can have a bunch of things. You can diversify. You can have multiple hobbies and like multiple sports and have fun with a lot of things. It doesn't have to just be one or nothing. It could be one main thing. Football can be, or basketball, or soccer, or whatever, can be your main thing. But what else do you enjoy? What else do you like? And I find that people who do sports are really into, um, I mean, they're really into health, into fitness, and they try to find other things that matter in their field, and their passion. So maybe it's diet. Maybe it's cooking. Cooking is a great hobby. Cooking is really fun. Being able to make meal prep is cool. You know, planning a food route for the whole week or just having creativity, maybe making a nice spaghetti and meatball is what you like to do outside of playing sports or dancing or singing. And that's all your life has been consumed by, you know, 
Maybe that's why you see all of these like big name celebrities like like Selena Gomez, like she's a singer and an actress and uh, a huge, you know, social media star, but she's also doing her cooking show. So she's able to turn all of that onto, you know, her cooking channel and have fun with that. And you're not like, oh, this sucks. Or this is like, why is she doing this? This is weird. You're like, yeah, she's allowed to do that. She's a, she, you know, she's allowed to like singing and dancing and performing and being an actress and doing movies but she's also big on cooking and she wants to work with chefs and make meals and have fun and those are the things i think about how much stuff do i carry from my childhood into today and that i still add on to my life you know it's not just bringing it in and then being absorbed back into being a kid it's about this is what i used to love how does it fit into who i am now is it a rejection am i going against what used to be the old me or is it i loved it it's still a part of my life i still love it how does it fit in with this new stuff that i enjoy how can i relate it to um certain things how can I relate like if you're um like if you're a tattoo artist you related to drawing from when you're a kid and you thought you were going to be making you know maybe drawing in movies or making big paintings to sell but instead you became a tattoo artist that's a form of art that you can transition over to and be like yeah I used to do drawings on paper but now I still I still do it I draw like a little outline of the material and then i just put it on you know i draw it on somebody that's a that's a cool um move that's a cool transition into something new and that pays well tattoo artists get paid a lot of money makeup if you're really into makeup as a kid uh you can definitely make big money doing movies with that you know it's not just you putting it on yourself or you could do youtube Make uh, makeup tutorials and teach people the basics of how to uh, how to apply, you know, foundation and mascara and all that stuff, and cool designs and have fun and things like that, which is really what it's all about at the end of the day. It's about holding on to that fun, onto that joy from when you're a kid, and moving it throughout the rest of your life in adult adulthood. I bet you there's somebody out there right now who has forgotten something in the past that they used to really love and enjoy, and then it hits them like a, a truck. They're like, "Man, I remember when I used to I used to love, uh, you know, driving um, or like playing with the little toy cars or having a remote control car and being able to race it around the whole block." And now I miss it, you know. Now I want to get back into it and have that fun again and that joy. And I guess, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like when you're reminiscing, when you're rediscovering your childhood, how do you keep it alive? How do you keep the, that youthfulness alive? And I think one of the, the coolest things about maybe getting older is you get to a point where maybe you have kids and then you can relive it through your kid. You know, you're born again 
into your kid and they're rediscovering everything. They're rediscovering, you know, maybe uh, your favorite snack. They're discovering your favorite show when you were a kid and new shows when they were that are coming out today. They're discovering movies, video games, toys, all of that. And sports, basketball, soccer, all the things. And you get to see it through their eyes now. Oh my gosh, they love basketball. I love basketball. To see that, you know, that continuation in that life is so fun. Volleyball, you know, I play volleyball. It's so much fun. I I love playing it. And to see your kid maybe do it as well. And the, not the cycle continues, but you get to see your passion and your love for, for somebody else to live in something that you also love to do and something that excites you and is fun for you. You gotta keep the child inside of you alive and you get to project it onto your own kids, which is really cool. That's that's very sweet. It's very kind. And maybe when you grow up, you you lose it. You... You leave it behind. It's of the past. It's gone. You know, I don't want to... I'm, I'm in a new place right now where I'm just working and I'm busy and I have to make money so that way I can afford to go on trips and travel and go here and go there and do all of these other things that maybe as a kid you wanted to do. Trying to do adult things to live childhood dreams. That's what it is. You're doing adult things to live childhood dreams. I want to travel the world. That's what the kid in me would want to do. The kid in me wants to go to the Bahamas. The kid in me wants to, you know, wants to go all the way to China or Japan and see what the life is like over there. Australia, New Zealand. You get to experience all of Europe and just have fun with that. And you do... When you grow up, you get to the age where you can get a job and you can get money and you can afford to do all of the things that the kid inside you has always wanted or to increase the amount of it. So if you're really passionate about drawing, then you can invest in the money to draw more and more and more to get the best uh, colors, to get the best uh, pencils and tools and paper and notebooks and tutors and teachers and people to like help you progress in the things that you love that's really that's cool that is fun doing adult things to live childhood dreams that's that's what it's all about that's what rediscovery is that's what trying to find what happens reminiscing on what was and finding out how it can fit into your own life now and i i want to do that more i want to find something that i was passionate about before whether it's a movie or a TV show or something, and try to like make a story that's just as cool as that. That's something that I like to do. I like to reimagine stories and figure out how can it be the same kind of concept but make it different. Like Star Wars is a is a concept that I didn't make. I didn't invent it. Somebody else did. How can I reimagine it? How can I make it different? How can I make it a different kind of Star Wars. You know, maybe it's not so Anakin Skywalker central. It's a new character and a different story and different characters and a different way to introduce the world because the galaxy is huge. There's other realities and universes and, gal and you know, other things. I was going to say galaxies again. What is going on? 
but that's those are the things that late at night when I'm trying to sleep like last week I was trying to you know you're having trouble sleeping you're thinking about so many thoughts and I was thinking about my childhood and all of the things that I love and I enjoy and how if I had to put it all on like in a file and like a document of like everything that I've grown up watching and how it applies to my life today would I want to live that dream out like I don't think I would ever want to live out the dream of me being uh, a dentist not that I don't you know I don't respect clean teeth but it's just like being a dentist to me would be pretty boring I guess in my in my eyes you know where I am now I want to do something completely different so living out that dream just wouldn't it wouldn't satisfy me it wouldn't make me feel good it would just kind of be boring as opposed to where I am now I feel like I'm living trying to live a different dream you know, podcasting is a different dream that I found, but it's also something that I also really like. So, yeah. And how do you discover your own childhood? You know, what do you think about it? Is it something that you enjoy? Is it something you're like, eh, it used to be me, now I'm somebody different? You know, things like that. But anyways, thank you guys so much. I never know how to end these things. It's always like, do I just end it or do I say goodbye? I, I always feel awkward when I have to end it. I feel good opening it, but ending it, it just, you know. But anyways, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Um, this has been the Win Your Podcast with me, Eduardo Gonzalez. Thank you guys so much for watching. Listening. Listening. Watching. Watching.